I hurt my foot today, though. <laughs> you sound like a child. I I know I hurt my foot today. What happened to your foot? I don't know what happened to it. But Tell it, the listeners what happened to your foot. I, I think do you know I just stood on it wrong. Do you want to? You stood on your own foot. Yeah, you know when that happens, like you just go. You put your right foot on your left foot. That is that's going to hurt you. <laughs> no. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust: Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan, or as they prefer to be called, the Unexplained Legends. On March 13th, 1997, a series of lights traveling in a triangular formation were spotted over the city of Phoenix, Arizona. Surely some kind of covert military exercise. Or was it? This week on Unexplained Legends, the Phoenix Lights. Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Unexplained Legends. Uh, I am Roger O'Sullivan. I'm Dennis Lynn. And together we look through some of the most confounding and terrifying UFO conspiracy, unexplained nightmare fuel that you've ever witnessed. Yeah, so just relax now. Relax that we've got that introduction into Nightmareland. Um, also... If you want to come see us, we're appearing in Duffy's Three Ring Circus next week. Uh, I'll I'll be in with the elephants, and uh, I will be in with the fat man. Do they have um, like weirdos in in the circus anymore? They should bring freaks back. Yeah, we we do well. The freak show, the the, the last freak. The show. man with the torn T-shirt and the hairy back. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I only know that I I know because I can't confirm. So if you are getting signed up by the circus and it turns out you actually have a bald back. That's no. your problem. No, I've a, I've a very very hairy back, but I do veet it every now and again. Do you? Yeah, I veet Friends it. Friends of mine veeted their balls before. I've done that. Have you a full full gun? Holding yeah, yeah, gun. yeah. Holding gun. What's the growth like when it comes back? Oh, for me, yeah, I would say it comes back a week or two, two to three inches. Yeah, just, it actually comes back stronger than before. I lost some. Uh, <laughs> I lost some length because of it. If I'm being honest. Wow, burned a bit off. Yeah. <laughs> Does it come back, like, is it itchy when it comes back? Yeah, it is very really? itchy. Yeah, but that week you have it off, you'll probably do the best running times you'll ever see in your life. Mm. Well, yeah, I just wonder. I suppose it looks probably looks a bit, a bit healthier as well, if you catch my drift. Yeah, I'll be honest, it never looked healthier. Never looked healthier? Never looked healthier. How's it looking now? <laughs> now, in this heat, not good. Not great. Not good. It's the same it, as jumping into an ice bath, I'd it, say. It looks like it's... It looks like it's on the way out. Do you know if you put like a cheeseburger into a microwave for like two weeks? Rustlers. Yeah, rustlers into two weeks. That's that's what it's looking like. All right, what are we doing this week, Raj? All right, this week, Dennis, we are covering... I'm extremely excited about this one. I've been teasing it to you all week. You have? You co- have? You've been running in going, we're doing it and then closing the door and running away. Can you believe it? Can you believe yeah. it? Uh, we're doing the number one biggest single event witnessing of UFO ever. 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 So, largest number of individuals to see one UFO event. Oh, Ever. cool. Is this is this more than the lads down in the south of Africa? Yeah. What was that one called? That one was the Aerial School UFO incident. And I think there's about 60 students. Uh, I think you... I think you might be going a bit over on that. I, in my head, I have like 29 or something. Really? I thought it was like 60. I don't know why. Big Brain Roger here. Dennis somehow may have been correct. It was 62 people. Does that beat what we're talking about today? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. This one beats it. Oh, really? This one beats it by probably thousands of people. Oh, my God. It was an alien concert. Pretty much. uh, All right, nice. A UFO just landed down where Aerosmith were playing. And they just go, are you all ready for a good time? Yeah, and he was like, hey, do you want my daughter? Um, Okay, so... (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. What's the, what's the title of today's episode? The title of today's episode, Dennis, is The Phoenix Lights. Oh my God. It takes place in Phoenix, Arizona. Are you familiar with the place? I've been to Phoenix. What? Yeah. Really? Been to Phoenix, been to Vegas, High Roller, been to a weird place called Flagstaff, where we all walked in at a wedding, and it was kind of swingers and stuff, and that was strange. And we signed their wedding bedsheet. Wedding bedsheet? Yeah, what's did a, that? Did a, no, sorry, that's, that's not, it wasn't a bedsheet. They, it was a, a big tablecloth and everyone signed it. Very strange, very strange people. 
um, the bride grabbed my friend's arse and then the husband invited them home. Very nice. Yeah, so I hope they're happy out in Flagstaff. Very strange place. But I've been to Phoenix. I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, you you said Phoenix and then you said you went to Las Vegas as well. Are they close to one another? No, hours and hours away. Okay, okay. Everything is like miles and miles away in Texas. Okay, well, they... What, in Texas? Nevada. Okay. Arizona. <laughs> I think Arizona and, and Nevada border each other. Yeah, they do, yeah. And that, that pl- comes into play. Oh, I think I've been more excited to tell you about this than anything anything else. We've Even more across. than the moon landing? Yeah, I think... Even no. more than... Yeah, no, no. I just analysed it and I am more excited now. <laughs> you're, you're sometimes very bad for building up stuff. Oh, sorry. You take it too seriously. You're like, no, actually, no, you're right. The moon landing was a better episode. Yeah. Anyway, good night. <laughs> okay, temperatures are up to, I'd say, 30 degrees inside the dungeon at the moment. But keep going. <laughs> okay, so will I, uh, will I crack on with the old lame stream narrative? This is, I would call this proper story time. When I was, when I was researching this, it was giving me the chills. Roger, speaking of chills, can you hear the ice cream truck outside? I can. <laughs> Just oh. wanted to confirm that we, we were both... Fuck! Here. I never put the Mr. Freezes in the freezer. Oh, my God. They're in the bag there. That's your own fault. You brought that bag home last night. Fucking hell. What are you going to do now? Are you just going to drink them? I'll have to. I'll put them in the fridge. You know, get them a bit cooled off. How long does it take a Mr. Freeze to freeze? Probably uh, two days. The, the weather will be gone. No, it take, takes, takes nine hours. Nine hours, honestly. Do Nine you, hours in our freezer. To say it on the back of the bag? No, I've really? worked it out. You should probably try and get like Mr. Freezes from like Alibaba or one of those. Just get them in thousands like... Thousands. Oh. Fre- like thousands upon thousands. Of, but one of them is like, you know, I don't know, um, some carcinogenic. But you just don't know which some people, one it is. Some people call them ice poles. Mm, it's a bit sexual for me now. <laughs> it sounds a bit dodgy. Ladies, welcome to the stage. Ice pole. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll crack on to the old uh, lamestream narrative. This this one, Dennis. As I was researching this, I nearly had trouble sleeping after it. Wow. So uh, I'm hopeful that I can really give you some of the spooks at night. <laughs> some of the, okay, go on. Some of the spooks. Just get just just send a few. Just before we start, if you don't mind, I think I just want to ask you this, right? Just to get a base level. How much would you have to get? To stick a, a frozen Mr. Freeze up your arse. What money, flavor? Money wise. What flavor? Cola, of course. Cola. Cola up anything. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for but, less than a hundred. Uh, I, I didn't even stipulate what size Mr. Freeze was. It, it, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's. A, Whoa! I was going to say it's a mini, but it's actually an extra large. No, but a uh, hundred euros. I'm not doing it for less than that. Less than a hundred. So 100, 101, 101 euros. You're in the ballpark. We'll have to freeze them. How, how, how hot is it when I'm doing this? Oh, it's like this hot. About, about this hot? <laughs> yeah. That's a knock down the price a little bit. Yeah, I'd say, say, 105. 105 for Mr. Freezes. Four? Four, yeah. <laughs> it's still in the plastic, so you can have them afterwards. Yes, do- deal. On the 13th of March, 1997. A young man exited his home in Henderson, Nevada at roughly 6.55pm Pacific Standard Time on his way to meet some friends who was not expecting anything too eventful that night until he witnessed a giant V-shaped object pass over his home. Man, that must have been a big surprise for his plans, wasn't it? It's not what he... For a man who went out not expecting anything to happen. (laughs) Wrong night to go out. I'm going out for a few points with the lads. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Well, I was not expecting this. Estimating the object to be the size of a Boeing 747, it was reportedly travelling in a northwest to southeast direction, making a sound like rushing wind. He couldn't believe what he'd witnessed and wondered... If anyone else had seen the huge craft pass overhead, he didn't have to wonder long. Less than 30 minutes later, a former police officer from Powelden, Arizona, roughly 300 miles away, witnessed a giant triangular craft passing towards Phoenix as he drove down the freeway. Taken aback by what he'd witnessed, he immediately turned his car around and returned home to observe the craft by way of binoculars as it continued on its path 
towards Phoenix, Arizona. So he went in the opposite direction and then picked up binoculars to look at the ship. Yeah, that's what he Sounds did. Sounds like he may have like shit himself in fright <laughs> and ran home. Well, there better be somebody observing this. He had his binoculars. Do you have a pair of binoculars? I used to. Yeah? Got taken off me. Why did it get taken off you? Can't the- go into it here. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I wouldn't mind a pair of binoculars. I've thought about getting you in the past. I've thought about getting you a telescope. I'd love a telescope. Love a telescope. But, you know, not to give it away. We live in an apartment. You put that out there. Ah, starts asking questions. No one, no one, no one's going to believe you're looking at stars. Oh, I was looking at, uh, I was just looking at the earth stars. This is pointed at that woman's titties. <laughs> Son. Okay, so we have this guy. He goes home. So we've got two witnesses. There's a triangle, right? Two witnesses so far. Yeah, triangle. What time is this, actually? So that first one was at i stated it a second ago it was six fifty-five p.m pacific standard time brackets seven fifty-five p.m mountain standard time that's important because it goes from one time zone to another okay but we're roughly in the evening right it's probably bright there i guess at that point is it no actually no, dark okay so yeah. dark so and it's the size so a triangle this, a triangle, right? The yeah. size... I'm just imagining an actual... Just a triangle. Not like technologically advanced spaceship. Just a, the shape yeah, of a triangle. Okay, okay. Size of, a, of Boeing 747. Yes. And we've only got two witnesses so far? So far. This sounds like something that would just... Like, I mean, your man walks out of his house. Was there anyone else inside in his house? Was he walking on the street? No. Nobody... Where did he live? He lived in... Uh, he lived in Nevada. Henderson, Nevada. Have you heard of Henderson, Nevada? No, I haven't, no. Probably but, probably middle of nowhere. But it sounds like um, a movie director. Okay, so we're saying he lives in the middle of nowhere and the cop lives in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Okay, and your man's gone back to get his binoculars. I just think it's a little bit weird that there's this huge triangle well, flying around the place. These are, are just the two people we know of. Other people might have seen it and just either they, either they just thought... Well, paid off. They might have been paid off. Might have been kept quiet. Might have found some darts in them and said, you report that fucking triangle. You're done. You're in big trouble. You're done. I like the way you're thinking. I, I like to think that I've, I've influenced your thinking. I like to think that there might be a world in which there is a Sesame Street, where, like a parallel universe, where this triangle has escaped out of that Sesame Street. A few minutes later, the craft had reached the Prescott Valley area, and this time it was witnessed by hundreds of people. Here we go. Okay, this is good for your theory now. Yeah. Witnessed by hundreds of people as it continued on its journey towards Phoenix. Locals in Prescott claimed to have confirmation that the craft was solid, as they recalled seeing the starry sky being obscured by the outline of the giant triangle as it passed by. That's not entirely surprising, though, is it, that the, that the thing is solid? Well, well... Where are they shocked by that? You see, that they just keep the solid thing in mind for a few of the old... Okay, y- you know, locking it in. Yeah, for a few of the old explanations. The, the oh, they're called explanations now, aren't they? <laughs> well, no. Like it's all the, their theories. Yeah, theories. Okay. A, f- a few of the theories that, that the man has put out there. All right, I just needed to make sure we weren't going to start calling them explanations. No, they're not explanations. Okay. They're the opposite of explanations. Oh, they're from the machine, though, so you don't agree with them. No, I don't. I rage against oh, that Oh, so is this one of the episodes where we don't believe anything the police or the government say? Do you know that first police officer? Yeah. He was a former police officer. Oh, right. So he got out. Yeah. So What do you think he got out? Probably pushed out? Yeah, he w- probably was because he was onto something. Yeah. So I believe him. The rest of them, we'll see how it goes. Okay. One of the clearest sightings in Prescott came from Devin Lorenz and his aunt, Jamie, who were standing outside their porch in Prescott Valley when they noticed a cluster of lights passing overhead. They claimed the lights on the craft were all a dim red colour, apart from one distinctly white light at the nose of the ship. Headlights. They, <laughs> yeah. The, tri- the massive triangle had headlights. Yes. Why did it need headlights? So A plane doesn't need headlights, like. Uh, yeah, but they're different technologies. Oh, of course, of course. Have you, have you, have you ever, like, I'm not writing off that this isn't a human craft. Why are you going straight to aliens? I haven't said aliens yet. You said You've projected aliens onto me. You said it's like the biggest UFO thing, and we know what that means. We Un- know what that means. Unidentified flying object. Yeah, but everyone connects it to aliens. I'm I'm not going there, Dennis. You're not going there. You're no. not going to start this. A few of the theories, or explanations, as, as some people have started to call them, they, uh, they're, they're kind of 
they're on both camps. I know, but you just you say things like, and it had a light at the front of it. Yeah, it did. That's great, but like, what does that mean? Like, like, as in you're just saying, oh, it's got a light at the front of it, and then looking over at me, going like, hmm, okay, come to bed eyes, and I'm just like, I don't. Okay, I was going to get into this later, but get into a, it now. But actually, a lot of people think that those lights are part of its anti gravitational drive. Ah, oh, of course. Just like the globe. The globe, boys. We come across a couple of... Yeah. Sorry, what you refer to as spheres, yes. right? Not planetary objects. Yeah. Right? So they're just... Uh, loads of lights come off them and, and that's their anti-gravitational gravitational drive. Is that what you're calling it? Have you come up with a better way to do anti-gravitational... <sighs> no, I haven't. Not no. yet, but I'm working on it. Yeah, well, come back to me. Come back to me when you have an anti-gravitational field that doesn't emit some level of light, okay? I think it's bullshit. I don't know why they can't put sunglasses on it or something. <sighs> Well, well, maybe the aliens will get there someday. Well, maybe I'd quit the podcast. <laughs> You're very... The heat makes the you fucking very... fucking heat. The sweat is on my back, man. My... Oh, my God. Stop. Here. Honestly, right? I, I, I know we shouldn't reveal too much about where we record or how we record, but I'm sick of you wearing crop tops, right? It wasn't even hot in the last episode and you were still wearing crop tops. And even worse, you do that t-shirt thing where you tie it into like a little knot. The Daisy Duke type when thing. When did you start doing that? Who told you to do that? Well, first of all, it's my body. I can do whatever I want with it. I'm not talking about your fucking body. I'm talking about your your fashion sense. You've lost the plot. I think that it's just something to help me stand out at open mics, okay? It, it, you definitely stand out. Yeah. I, the other day I caught him watching Mean Girls and all this. Oh, you know I love Mean Girls. Yeah, but like, what's what's going on? You're, you're not Gen Z, man. Yeah, I am. You're not. I am, I am. You keep talking about, like, oh, early 2000s, like, shows and stuff. I'm like, oh, Roger, what are you talking about, man? Oh, just because I was watching iCarly the other day. <laughs> right, watching iCarly. And there, and a little there bit is of, definitely something wrong with that. And a little bit of Victorious. I was only going for something like Buffy or whatever. You should not be watching on Nickelodeon show. Why can't I watch iCarly? Are you just watching it for the plot? I'm watching it to see the. Uh, I'm watching it to get to get a full idea of the actor who would go on to play Elvis. A lot of feet weird stuff in that. Yeah, we we might do an episode on that later when we we're should, more yeah. established. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very established now. We are actually. We're getting there. The, we should get um, brands, not tattoos, brands on our on our backs of like, you know, like Levi jeans or something. Established 2022. Do you know what I was thinking of getting done? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I just hit my mic. What I was thinking of getting done is paying on AliExpress, paying to get our faces put on a guitar. On a guitar? How many of our faces would be on it? It would just, it would be like the podcast logo. Oh, yeah, I'd love that. And it'd be like the Unexplained Legends podcast guitar. And we'll raffle it off for charity then and steal the money. Can we keep the the guitar? Yeah, we can keep it. Yeah, but what are we going to do with it? Just hang it up? You're going to play it? I was just going to play it. Oh, yeah, okay, we can do that. Maybe I'd, we could get stationary as well. Stationary? I'd be up for that. A few notepads, What diaries. would you call the guitar? The guitar. Unexplained Legends guitar. Oh, uh, oh no! Come on! The... <laughs> my, my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> My guitar that I bought online. The it, We'll make it a Patreon tier. How, how does that work? We'll just have one Patreon tier that's just the full price of that guitar. And they have to buy it? No, If they pay for it, I'll get it. Their reward is you get a guitar? Yeah. Okay, cool. And they'll get pictures of me with the guitar? In uh, the nude, with a crop top? Yes. Well, the guitar would cover most of it as well. I'm up for that. And Mr. Freeze up the arse? <laughs> yeah. It's so annoying we can't call the titles of the episodes, things like that. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we've got a few more listeners coming to see the Phoenix Lights than a Mr. Freeze Up My Arse. The reason I think you'd get a big crowd in for that. Well, I there's some reason why I'm why I'm thinking about people sticking Mr. Freezes up their arse. Do you know? Actually, I was thinking over the weekend that I I could potentially start an OnlyFans. Doing what? I I would just the thing that we just said it out. Like, what was, where was he going with it? <laughs> it's the heat. The heat does it to us. The heat does it to That's Ro- true, though. Roger that- just presented himself, presented an entrepreneurial idea online that you would not believe. Like, we can never do the Patreon thing where they say, oh, here's the rough cut of the podcast. It's like, no, because we'd be in the news. Well, to be fair, it, was, it wasn't any better than the thing you said before we started recording. And we were recording when I said that. <laughs> it's true. Devin and Jamie observed it for a few minutes before it passed over them and banked sharply before disappearing in the direction of its destination. It was half eight Mountain Standard Time by the time the craft was spotted in Phoenix. Thousands of Phoenix residents 
witnessed the lights as they slowly passed over the city. Police switchboards lit up as resident after resident reported seeing these strange lights. Some looking for answers, assuming it was some kind of military exercise, while others feared some kind of invasion. But almost all agreed it was a giant black craft which appeared to look like a carpenter's square. What's a carpenter's square? It's like, um, do you know set squares? Mm-hmm. So imagine that, but when you're missing the base of it. Okay. Imagine if a triangle was, or imagine if a boomerang was more angular. Basically. <laughs> okay. All right, a boomerang more angular. Yeah. Do, okay. you, do you know what I mean? Like, like a stealth bomber. Yeah, yeah, but... With <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh yes, Roger no, Sullivan. No, no, no. <laughs> I've activated your trap guard. <laughs> no, that uh, imagine. First of all, much bigger than that. Okay. Secondly, with a section missing from it. In the middle of it. Yeah. So or it, or like in the middle of it, but it's also got kind of no back. If you understand what I mean. Yeah. So look at my fingers. All right. He's got his fingers touching each other. That's the shape we're talking about here. Okay. So there's no. This is negative space. Oh wait. So it, wait. It's a, it's a triangle with just two sides, no bottom side, but no middle either. Yeah, no middle either. So it's just like two sides of a triangle. Yeah, it's like two oh. strips like this. That's well, where where was the? You said it's a solid black shape, but where? Why were they reporting it? It was red with a white light at the front. Devin and Jamie. The the lights are red. Oh, lights are red, but there's but it's a black craft. Yeah. How would they tell it's a black craft? It could be. A, it could pretty much be any color, wouldn't it? You wouldn't really see it if you had red lights coming oh, off it. Okay, we'll say at least a dark craft. Fair. Okay. All right. Okay. No, so, that just sounded like they all said it was. They all agreed it was black. Yeah, they did. But why are you changing their story then? I'm not. I'm just. Say, you're saying maybe it wasn't black. I'm saying okay, fair enough, but it appeared black. Mm, all right, Grant. Fine. Yeah, Grant. Hard to argue. At with least that. one of us wants to find out the truth. That's fine. <laughs> It, it, I just, I don't get what's wrong with that. It's it's pretty easy to. But you changed it. If you if you thought it was black, you have it in your notes, right? Which I'm sure you review and review and review. I do. So like all these witnesses said it's black, yes. right? And you're immediately doubting what the witnesses have just seen. If you're doubting what they've seen, then we have to doubt the witnesses. No, no, I'm not doubting them. I'm saying th- if they say it was black, they know it was black. You're saying. You're throwing out these hypotheticals. Maybe, maybe it just looked black. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't hear myself say it like that. That's really? Weird. That's funny. Really? Did I not? Did I say it like that? I didn't hear Brilliant. myself say it like that. So you're saying that there, it was black then? Because a minute ago, yeah, a minute ago, you said it. It could have just been a dark craft. It could have been any color, really, and and they're probably wrong. But it, no, you're saying no. It's jet. No, you're saying no because <laughs> I said we were doubting the witnesses. It's jet black. Okay, jet black. That that's end of. Fifteen minutes later, as quickly as it had come, the craft left the Phoenix area. The last confirmed sighting of the object was a young man on his way to Las Vegas. Could have been you. Upon seeing the craft, he pulled over immediately on the freeway in order to use a payphone to report the strange lights in the northern sky before they disappeared forever. How how spooky is that? That the guy sees these. I love that. That the last person to view these basically saw them pulled over on the side of the road used a payphone and called in and said there's a uf and the police go yeah, yeah we know it sounds completely made up what do you the mean payphone bit would you really pull over if you saw lights in the sky there's no way anyone would pull over i don't think uh no yeah i would definitely pull over really and find a payphone yeah i don't think well, so. not now I, I think, I think we'd look at it and we go wow but we wouldn't do anything no roger I, we went past a car accident and you were like, oh, we're already late for the gig. Just keep going. Yeah, but I know what a car accident is. Oh, right. So you'd establish what it is. Yeah. But I, know. I was just more looking like maybe we should help them. No, but I know what's going on there. There's nothing to report. Okay, yeah. It's a pretty standard. You're just being, you're just being real. You're just being yeah, real about it. That's a standard seven car pile up. I'm sure somebody will call. We'll, we'll just go. I have something to reveal. Okay. I have seen footage of this. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I asked you today, have you ever even heard of this? I hadn't heard of it in the way you said it. Go on. Phoenix Lights or whatever way they want to brand it. 
Scary Lights that I thought was a movie, now that you've described it. Yes, I have seen it in in some news coverage before on something. But I couldn't remember I couldn't remember if it was a movie or not. But now that you've explained it, now I remember what it is. That's infuriating. What is infuriating? Joe, you know I told you I had a big surprise at the end. Oh, don't tell me it's that. <laughs> it was the video Why of it. Why do you keep giving me stuff I already have? He keeps re-gifting me birthday gifts as well. That's not true. It I is just, true. No, what actually happens is I keep telling you I'm going to take you for an Indian. That is true. And I haven't taken you yet. No, you haven't. And it's, it's, well, my plan is, if I play it right, I'll just get to take you for one next year and I'll come for two, both birthdays. We know what's going to happen here. We're going to get to your birthday in December and you're going to go, do you want to go for a bite to eat? And then we'll go for a bite to eat and you'll go, will we split this? That sounds fair. Mm. That sounds pretty fair to me. It's not fair because I should have got the birthday treat and I didn't. Last year, what did I get you? Will you just give me a voucher? What did I get you last year? Will you give me a voucher and I'll off myself? No, I don't like vouchers. (laughs) Don't like vouchers. What did I get you last year? I can't remember. Full McDonald's. Full McDonald's, you did. Full McDonald's breakfast. Probably 35 chicken nuggets. I think, uh, yeah. an incredible amount. Wheelbarrow. You ran wheelbarrow them in. And what did you do? You left some of it after you. No, I didn't. What is that? What? What was that? It's a huge bang noise. A few moments later. Man, you are going to be a really unreliable witness if you're ever involved in any conspiracy theory. I, Can you describe the noise? It was a huge bang noise. It's a huge, a huge black triangular bang noise. <laughs> this next bit is my favorite part of the whole thing. Shortly after. The lights. Arizona Governor Fife Symington III. He was compelled to hold a press conference due to the sheer amount of sightings, stating that they had found what was responsible for the lights. Oh, here we go. Solid evidence, finally. Yeah. Only to bring out a man dressed in an alien costume. Oh, come on! He held a news conference after the Phoenix Lights to announce the mystery had been solved. And now I'll ask Officer Stein and his colleagues to escort the accused into the room so that we may all look upon the guilty party. Don't get him too close to me, please. (laughs) In the alien costume, the governor's chief of staff. Despite making fun of the incident and claiming it was just a case of mass hysteria and nothing more than some military flares... Years later, Symington, himself an ex-Air Force pilot, claimed that he did in fact see the lights and did not believe them to be flares, being intimately familiar with flares from his time. Intimately familiar. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> he, flares during, are quite big. During his time as an Air Force pilot. <laughs> instead, of, instead, he personally believed it was some kind of alien craft. And prior to the press conference, Symington had reached out to the military for some form of explanation, but he hadn't been given any response. So he decided to make light of the incident rather than face the terrifying idea of it being a UFO because he felt like that would be the, the thing that would most likely calm down the hysteria in Phoenix. He covered it up. He started a cover-up. He can't come out now and say nothing. Also, if I was him, what I would do for a laugh, I knew it was aliens, I'd get an alien and put them into a, a, like a gammy alien costume and go, oh, this is responsible. And so technically you are actually showing him the alien that's responsible, but he's wearing a stupid alien costume so then no one notices. Does that ha- happen in the movie Paul? I've never seen it. Oh, that. come on. No, well, I've never seen it. It's so a great idea. my movie again. It's a great idea. <laughs> You haven't been this upset since... So, alright, okay, look. Got another one for you. Go on. Right? There's this... Uh, there's there's these, like, band of rebels, right? Set in space. Set in space. And there's this other guy, right? He's called... Like, he's, like, a big guy. He wears, like, a big black suit. And okay. And he wouldn't mess with him. He no. wouldn't mess with him, right? And uh, there's, like, this big thing they're building and the rebels try and destroy it. What do you think of that? I'm liking the sound of it. you know? But to me, I'm a little worried... To me, it sounds a tiny bit too much like Lord of the Rings. Mm, I will take that on board, but it is kind of a space opera. Um, It's after Lord of the Rings. I don't think people will draw any connection between it. I'm going to call it Forrest Gump. Coming soon to a cinema near you. The Phoenix Lights is one of the largest UFO sightings ever recorded and one of the few to include video and photographic evidence to this day. It still remains unexplained. 
Wow. There's our t-shirt right there. What, to, to this, this day? day. It's still to remains. this day. And then we can just put loads of slogans underneath it. I like it. Bit of merch. To this day, Roger's t-shirt remains ripped on the back. Okay, so immediate thoughts off the back of the... Immediate thoughts, really like this. Really okay. like any sort of spooky sort of stuff that happens. I may have told you this before, I can't remember. I have also seen my own spooky lights in the night sky. You've never told me that one. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. On Very podcast. scary. Very scary as well. Now, a lot of people are probably listening to this and they're probably saying, oh, he's going to say something silly at the end of it. But no, take this verbatim. This is uh, me having a, an encounter with a spooky light. Went outside. My dad was smoking at the time. Right. And he threw, he threw a butt into the garden and then he went back inside. And I went outside and then I took the little ciggy and I had a little puff off it and nearly died, right? Because he was like smoking woodbine and I was just basically smoking the filter, right? I was like eight, like I was pretty young. That's the healthiest part though, isn't it? Just smoking the filter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing in that. And so I went, I went to go back in and I saw this kind of flash of light. I turn around and there is this blue circular kind of oval ellipsish um, light traveling around outside but the thing that made no explanation, I kind of, even as, as an eight-year-old, I kind of said, oh, that's someone with, with a torch or something, mm. even though nothing would make that kind of light. But what was happening was it was coming from points where they'd have to be in like the center of my garden to make the, to hit all those like areas. And there was no one there. What? That, it, this is, this that's, is what, no, no, it's completely true. That's fucking terrifying. Completely true. But it even dawned on me that young where I was like, oh yeah, that's someone pointing that light from, let's say, my left-hand side. But then the light went all the way over to that side and I'm like, oh, it can't be coming from that side anymore. But it was traveling too fast to, for, for like a normal like human being to like sprint across the two gardens. There was no way you could have, you could have sh- um, shone the light like that. Would you have described it as like orb-like? It wasn't orb-like, it was flat. Okay. It was flat. So it was like a, it was like a spotlight, but a very strange blue. I like to imagine that it was a UFO and they were like, will we pick up this lad? And they go, no, he, he smokes. He's too hardcore. Yeah. Uh, no, they were saying he's too hardcore. Look at him smoking butts when he's eight years old. <laughs> I'm, I'm spooked out. You are spooked out. The face you gave me when there was a huge, ba- what did you call it again? There's a giant bang, I think I said. A giant bang noise or something. Yeah. And you said there's a giant bang noise and you look behind me for like all it was worth in your face. I thought someone was going to fucking kill me from behind. You think that would be my... You think I would I don't think you'd do much. That's bullshit. Uh, no, I think if someone came in here with a fucking axe or whatever, you'd give him a little nod to go like, kill him. No. Like, you might even whisper it. Kill him. Th- this is what I'm doing if that happens. Okay? Grabbing plant pot on the table. Throwing that at them. Running interference. Grabbing my Love Island bottle of water. Smashing them on the head with that. Throwing. If you get to them, they've got an axe. No, listen, I've... Raj, I'm dead. No, well, I'm... Dennis, I don't care about you, okay? This is all about me. Immediately, grab that glass of water, throw that on them. I take the wire coming out of my laptop, rip it open, try and get the, a current going through it, shock them to death. Wow. And then you could you could do your parkour stuff. Yeah, been, probably, you, you've been doing an online course on um, parkour, haven't you? I'd probably do a little parkour. Yeah. Off the balcony, because it would be, nice. be too... We've discussed you jumping off the balcony numerous times. You seem to think you can do it, but... I think I could do it. I, I'd do it, survive. Yeah, do a tumble tumble roll out. Well, we do, like, that can be, again, another another pledge on the Patreon. I think that you really believe that you could fight off an axe-wielding murderer. Yeah, no, I could here. do that. You couldn't? I could do that. You're you're in a corner, you're trapped in a dungeon, there's I no could, way to get out. I could do that. I could do it, then. I think that should be a Patreon goal. To, okay, get me an axe murderer. Yeah. Put me in the octagon with it. Give me a few weapons. Give me... Okay, put me in an acti- octagon. Okay, the, the MMA octagon. Put me in there. Get get Joe Rogan commentating. I get a table, laptop, water, plant pot, uh, chair, microphone, uh, Costa cup. Right? I get all those in front of me. I start sitting down. He comes at me from the other side. I'm willing to take that on. I don't think you'd be able to do it. And to be honest, if we did do it, it would obviously garner a lot of publicity. But I guarantee you that you'd make me get a child to fight you in the ring. Well, I'll definitely do that. Yeah, and it'd be, a, plas- be- a plastic axe. Will that be the undercard? <laughs> like a warm-up match. <laughs> yes. That'd be great if they had miniature boxing matches before the big ones. An extra little tad of spookiness to you. about the. What was that word? Taz? 
Tad, I said. Oh, which isn't. Stop trying to make Taz work. That's, <laughs> here's a little Taz for you. Uh, a little spookiness to you is that uh, that I think personally makes the event of the Phoenix Lights scarier to me. Is that at 10 p.m. the same night, there was a second event seen of all these lights passing over Phoenix, but the U.S. government officially came out and took credit for those and said, oh, they were flares. They were a military exercise. Oh, so they had to come out and say something then. Well, no, I I think, and this is a big theory online, is that that was the US government going, get some, get some fighter pilots out there, launch some flares. That's our cover story. The next day they said the whole thing was just flares. I'd believe that. I would go with that, yeah. If yeah. I, well, the other thing is, if I was a government guy, you just got to think what was practically. If I'm a government guy and, I, and I'm capable of doing that, it's a brilliant way of doing it. You just go out there. I remember before I um, I got a pizza all over the bed when I came home drunk one night in my parents' house. Got pizza all over the place. So then what I did instead was I got a bottle of, uh, like ketchup in the morning and I said, oh, I'll have my, I'll have my food in bed. And I just burst the, the ketchup bottle inside in the bed. And I goes, oh, fuck, the ketchup's after going everywhere. So then the pizza was uh, was ignored. So I got away with it. So I wasn't killed for the ketchup exploding because I said, oh, you just all came out, you know, it's terrible. I got away with it. That's quite sneaky. It is very sneaky. I'm crafty. Yeah. I'm very crafty. Well, I admire that. Crafty a Dennis. Lot pe- a lot of people have called me a crafty prick. I, I've I, called I, you... I take that to heart. I've, call, I've called you a crafty bastard a few times. Crafty bastard will take that as well. Absolutely. T- today, I wish, I wish I'd known. I wish I'd called you after you told me that you've already seen the Phoenix Lights. There's a big difference, though, between a sneaky bastard and a sneaky prick and a crafty bastard and a crafty prick. They're completely different I'm not a sneaky prick or a sneaky bastard. But crafty, oh, I've got plans for people. Let me, let me just say that. I'm going to walk you through a few of the theories now, Dennis. Number one, flares. To me, this is just bullshit. We have to separate the two episodes that happened on that night. Are we saying, is your thought that the second episode of Lights, that's organized by the government yeah of course yeah so then these theories are just relating to the first one yes oh um, that second one is open shut case it's bullshit okay that's bullshit that's so we're just, not concentrating on yeah, that yeah forget well, that did it replicate the first one pretty well no not at all looked nothing like it okay fair enough alright so first one we're saying it could be flares from the military how would the flares travel from so many different locations exactly why did they say flares that's such an odd thing to say why didn't they say they were just fighter planes or something no, because they don't have a fighter plane that is the size that people witnessed it. People. So they need to create a, a huge light, is it? To yeah, so they don't. And have, only a flare would do that. Yeah, they don't have a craft that they can reasonably bring out and say, "Oh, oh, it's just one of these," because it, it's massive. So they explained it away as flares, and were they ever pressed on why it could travel to different locations and seen in all different places? They just said it. They said that they were flares that were dropped and the wind had carried them. So they're suggesting that these flares stayed in the air for a period of like several hours and flew off. Yeah, and travelled across states. How how long were the lights being seen for? Uh, so they started being seen in Nevada. In mm. Nevada, at what was it like six half six or no? Sorry, I think it's just coming up to seven p.m. And then in Phoenix, they were witnessed in Phoenix itself at half eight. And then they were, the last sighting was at like half nine. Okay. All right. So they were there for a good while. So flares then, I don't think it would explain it. No. I just want to touch on something you just said. You said, and you know, not to just do this for cheap laughs, right? But you, you pronounced it there, Nevada, right? Instead, yeah. of, instead of Nevada. Total, total mistake. Total mistake, right? But it does remind me of my mother, where my mother like poshes up words, even though my mother is not posh at all. Yeah. So she'll refer to a vase strictly as a vase <laughs> a vase i do do your do your parents do that yeah my mom has like a phone voice oh my you should hear my dad's phone voice it's scandalous go, go on give us like a re, real life he talks this is exactly his voice right how are you getting on andy cole scored for manchester united and he just talks in trivia that's the only way he can talk and then when he answers the phone it's unbelievable it's like clark Kent superman he's just like Hello, this is John. <laughs> like you sound like an idiot, but uh, he, that's the way he talks. The, your, your dad is just Roger Moore on the phone. Is pretty well, much. like a, a kind of a, I think, um, a mentally 
in need of repair, Roger Moore. Okay, okay. A, a, an old, latter-day Roger the name's Moore. The 003. Flares, for me, they're a no-go. No, I think Flares is a weak one. Yeah. Like I, I'm totally on your side with this so far. Excellent, excellent. Love to hear that. Next one. This is one. This is a part of why we're so excited to tell you about the Phoenix Lights. This one covers a huge area of the UFO mythology which you may mythology yeah myth no sorry truthology Mm. the ufo truthology you're slipping up today man you're slipping up right Uh, something called big black deltas i like the sound of this bbds is what they're known about known as in the community and are you sure you're sure that's not taken no i don't think so okay be sure would you just throw it into a search engine there and see what comes up yeah it would just be a bunch of big triangles Big, big black deltas anyway bbds big black deltas are cases of these ufos they're usually what's interesting about them is they are seen they're usually seen by much wider scope of people than your like flying saucer type thing do you know where the delta bit comes from that's a delta is a triangle in uh in oh, military terms yeah so so the interesting. So, sorry to interrupt. So these are all specifically triangle-shaped yeah. events. Yes. Oh. And do they have any names for other shapes? No. The Big Black Delta community, they're very interesting in that I would say they're almost more mainstream in terms of the UFO world. Where would they be in terms of, like, let's say, cattle mutilation community? Uh, they wouldn't hang out with them. No, they're, are they a lot more esteemed than those guys? Yeah, they would consider themselves... They're kind of st- st- stuck up. Stuck up, okay. Yeah. So big, they're, they're like upper middle class. Yeah, because the thing about the big Black Delta community is that they don't necessarily think these things are alien crafts. Oh. A lot of them think that they're actually crafts that have been created by the US government and are being flown around America... Just to terrorize people. Okay, terrorize them and keep them in line kind of thing? Yeah. To make Not too many incidences of it, though. And the most people, oh. it's, it's quite remote, though, isn't it? No, no. Hundreds and thousands of incidents of Big Black Deltas. And so when we're talking about Big Black Delta, what does it take? What size does it have to be to be uh, known as a Big Black Delta? I would say, no exaggeration, the, probably at least half the size of a football pitch. And, and do you know that for a fact, though, or is that just a guess? That's based on the images I've seen. So it has to be it has to be huge like to fall into the category of a big black delta. Yeah. Um, you're, you're still struggling with saying big black delta. So do, do you want to just call them giant triangles? Giant triangles is okay. fine, right? So um huge cock craft. HCCs. <laughs> so with these triangles, they have to be over a certain size. I guess they don't have to be, but they usually just are. It, is the big is the big what are the other two words? Like, it, it, are we talking about a big event? Or are we talking about the craft actually being big? The craft is big. Oh, the craft is big. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the, the delta is the craft. Yeah, yeah, but I just, I'm just wondering. So, and then the the black bit is, the, is that just the color of the craft? They're always black. They're always black. Yeah. Okay, great. I just wanted to settle that. So it's so it's huge crafts that have been seen hundreds of times. Yeah. Um, and is it the same craft all the time? So no. That's an, an interesting point. So I'm going to split these communities in two, just to explain to you. I'm going to go, first I'm going to tell you the mainstream community. And then secondly, I'm going to co- tell you the guys who I'm more kind of in line with. All right. So you actually splinter off within this group? Yes. You think there's guys that are too mainstream? Yeah. Okay. Explain those guys then. All right. Mainstream guys, they're saying, I mentioned there that the big black deltas go back as far as the 60s. They were saying, oh, all these people were witnessing these giant black triangular things flying in the 60s 70s onwards can i give an explanation of why they only appeared in the 60s according to the other group go on yeah nuclear bombs okay yeah yeah fair See? enough maybe but i th- you think i don't listen i thought you were going to tell me the mainstream one no i was going to tell you the other group oh, okay off the back of hearing with the mainstream one well the mainstream one is saying those early black deltas were eventually revealed to be stealth bombers so they're, like I suggested earlier. Yes, yeah, yeah. So they're saying those were stealth bombers and the US government lied to us for years about those stealth bombers, whether they existed or not. And they're saying that these giant black deltas now are just even more 
sophisticated ships that the US government have. That's a very good theory. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. They're flying them around and they're not telling us about it. Okay? It makes very good sense, yeah. Yeah, that's the mainstream lines. Which we believe. Well, a lot of people a lot of people believe them. Makes it that's a great theory. I'm glad you started off with that. Yeah, and they, they want they specifically want disclosure from the government. They want the government to admit that because they feel like it's causing so much hysteria among people. It's convincing people that they're crazy and they're being taken in by charlatans who are telling them that maybe it's UFOs and And how many big Black Delta events has there been in recent years? In recent years uh i would say or per year even oh per year there's at least one or two per year one or two so not not loads though no but over time it really ramps up and there's periods of of more activity and less activity yeah but over like 40 years it's still only 80 events you're saying hundreds that's a lot of well okay four year Oh, okay. Here we, here Four we. Four years. Ten a year. We'll go ten, ten a year. year. Oh, so it's ten a There's year. There's ten a year. Okay. Sorry, I've just checked my notes. There's ten a year. Wow, you didn't even. Look, you didn't even look at the screen while you checked these notes. <laughs> you have Google Glass. Is there? Is there? Yeah. Are you getting information on your glasses? I am. Yeah, I've produced in my year at least ten a year. You've literally just written the numbers one zero on your glasses. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I read them in reverse. You see. Oh, First, okay. I thought it was one a year. It's actually ten a year. And you said it couldn't be one, so you said I'll just go for two. <laughs> and then I said ten. That's how we figured it out. So that's one segment of the community. The other segment of the community, which I'm more sympathetic to, they believe, yeah, they are US government ships, but they've been backwards engineered from captured alien crafts. So are we saying that the stealth bomber is backward engineered from alien craft? Yes. Do we have any idea where it came from? Is all of that stuff disclosed now in the stealth bomber? Is that, is that retired now? I don't think they have stealth bombers anymore, do they? Don't know. Couldn't but, say it. But, but do we... I mean, is there anything there that's, like, far beyond our technology that's come out? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? It's a, it, it's a stealth bomber. Mm-hmm. But it's been out for a while. I was just wondering, like, if yeah. there's anything we can point to that we say, well, we didn't have that our own then, so this must be alien tech. The the whole stealth aspect of it. Yeah, just being really stealthy. Yeah. What, what does it actually do when it's stealthy? Isn't it that it reflects radar, so it can't be... It's funny. I just it's funny how you just don't know some of this stuff. You're saying that it, that it's you know these are related to alien tech. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm behind these lads, but you, you don't even know what tech the stealth bomber has. It's I know it's very sophisticated. It's very sophisticated. So, but it's not wearing like it's not wearing a fucking suit. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bit too sophisticated for us, I think. All right. So you have no idea what technology they have in it, but you agree with these guys that it's alien backwards engineered from UFOs. Okay, and then within that group as well is just the fact that these are UFOs, that these are alien crafts. Oh, so now you're saying that UFOs is related to alien crafts? That the because at start of the episode you said that UFOs are unidentified flying objects. Yeah, they are. Yeah, in okay. this case though, those are unidentified flying objects. We've identified them. They're aliens. Okay. Okay. Fine. Great. You ready for that? Yeah. Am I ready for that? Can You've you already it? given it. Can to you me. take it? Okay. They, they like a Mr. Freeze up the arse of taking it. <laughs> with this one, with, with this one, they're saying there's even an element to this as well that they are UFOs. They're aliens. Okay, alien crafts. They're in line with the U.S. government. The aliens are doing this for the government? Yes. They're in line with the US, U.S. government. Okay, why are they hanging out with the U.S. government? Because they're planning a large-scale takeover and invasion of the world. Why are the U.S. government allowing that to happen? They're bastards, Dennis. Oh, right, so they're getting in. They're getting in early. They're getting in on the ground. Well, they've been, they've been infiltrated. Oh, they've been infiltrated. I'm yes. sure. How do we know that the alien that your man presented in a press conference wasn't just an alien then? Could have all started then. It, He's like pleading with them up there on the press conference. He's real. He's real. Wouldn't that be a scary thought if the aliens weren't convincing enough for us? Oh, I and love we just that. rejected them. The aliens look like Halloween costumes. Mm. We get like Steve Martin to play the alien. Wow. What? Like in a movie. Why? You mean, are you talking about real life? Yeah. I'm talking about a movie, like a potential movie. Oh, no, no. I was talking about real life. If in real life, if the if aliens are actually just not convincing enough, they just look for whatever reason, whatever, they're, they're silicon-based life forms, and they end up just looking like party costumes. Well, would, if an alien came down today, right, mm-hmm. he came in here, right, and he wasn't an axe murderer, so he didn't have to fight him off, yeah. and he said, Roger, I want you to come to my home planet, would you go? No. No, I wouldn't. Why not? How long am I gone for? Oh, you're gone for the rest of your life? You're gone? No, I wouldn't go. 
Really? Yeah. Why not? The podcast just kind of taking off. Yeah, but we could do it through Zoom or something. I no, I I I think it loses something when we're not in the same. Do you room. not think? Like, could you think of how popular a podcast would become if you went to an alien's home planet? And you're saying no to that. I think. So here's what I think would happen: if I went to an alien home planet, there'd be people going, "Oh wow, podcast with an alien home home planet! Wow, that's amazing." This guy went to an alien home planet. He's back. Does it? Does this podcast all the time? I had a conspiracy podcast. The week or two that we'd miss episodes while I was off there, mm-hmm. there'd be a few fans in the community that would go. They're very inconsistent. What if, they, what if they were like a humanoid race? Humanoid, right? yeah. But pretty sexy. Pretty sexy? Pretty sexy are aliens. You, are you saying like a they've whole... Got, they've got the bits. A whole race of aliens just look like uh, Lily Collins. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, a couple of them look like Phil Collins as well. <laughs> but you go over there, you'd be a celebrity there. You'd be, a cel- you'd be an absolute celebrity. Uh, Probably get to do whatever you want, wherever you want. <laughs> I'll listen. I'll have a think about it. Let me, let me, let me get a Mister Freeze, and I'll ponder it. No, I, I genuinely think I genuinely want to have this conversation. Like, if an alien came down, would you be scared if aliens came? Yes, down? I would be fucking shitting myself. What would you think they'd do to us? To you or to me? Nah, I meant us as in the world. Oh, to humans, us specifically. To humans, they do what they did back in ancient. <laughs> Just hear aliens the freezer time. opening. What would you? What would you do? Would you? Would you be terrified? Yeah, I'd be terrified. Yeah. What if they said, "Raj, we've listened to the podcast. We want you to be the like oh, with the people who interact with them." Would you mm. do that? Like an ambassador. Yeah, an ambassador. We can give you the title, <laughs> ambassador, Mister Freeze. If if would you go over to them? Would you? Would you talk to them? If it's a peacekeeping mission, and they felt like I was particularly qualified to go and meet with these people as like an emissary of Earth. I would do it if the price was right. Hmm. Would you go on a spaceship if someone let you on a spaceship? Would you go on a spaceship around the world, around the Earth? Is it alien sp- spaceship? No, human. Uh, one of the Backwards adva- advanced craft. Backwards, Backwards engineer from Alien Tech. Would you go for a spin around the Earth? I'd go on that. What about you? Yeah, I'd do all of them. I think I'd go to the home planet as well. You would. Yeah. You definitely would. Yeah. You have to though. Like, what an opportunity! That'd be, be so like an Erasmus in France. That'd be so annoying. You'd go off there and you'd just be texting me, but you never guess who I just got off with. <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> He's five mouths. What are you thinking about the UFO craft? I think both of those sides. I don't really think we have to call one of them mainstream because I think that's a derogatory term on this podcast. Okay, but I think that they both have. I do think that the, the government is, is holding back things. You know, they have before. They will again. When I say the government as well, I obviously mean our government, the USA. Yeah, yeah. The world government. <laughs> the world the USA. government. Right? The Western world government. Um, but I do think they're holding back lots of stuff. They've lied about lots of things before. And yeah, I, I, I definitely think it could be human craft. But, going to shock you, I do think that there could be alien tech involved in these things. Okay. Like I revealed to you before, big Roswell fan big roswell fans so maybe they found some stuff but i do believe that if they did find any sort of alien tech that they would fuck it up so badly that it would probably kill all of us oh you think like yeah i think the the military machine would do things with it that would murder us like as in you know the nuclear bombs yeah oh oh, we've got this one it'll knock down two cities why don't we build one that'll just completely utterly destroy the entire country the sar bomba I love that bomb. We'll have to do an episode on Roswell at some point. Oh, yeah. It'll be fantastic. Can't wait to do that. And um, another one is, uh, remind me, I've said this to you before, I want to do an episode on disclosure, on the idea of the US government revealing UFOs to us. I have about eight floppy disks worth of alien cadavers somewhere. Somewhere. You you just can't track them. (laughs) We should do an episode on that as well. On the floppy disks. Final theory then, and this kind of ties in to the big black deltas, the U.S. government thing, is that the whole thing was a psyop, and the U.S. government was doing this again to just mess with the general public. So they have they, that's what they, the mainstream, um, big black delta community, they think that a lot of these vehicles, a lot of these crafts, are just being used to sow fear in the general populace and to build up over years and years a general 
uncertainty or fear of a of an intergalactic threat. What would be the outcome then for them? Why why would they do that? So then the one world government they come forward and they say Oh sorry, Roger, you slipped that in very easily. Did you just say the one world government? Yeah, the one world government, their words, not mine. So the Illuminati or something. Yeah. They come forward. They come forward and they say, Oh no, there's an alien threat and we we all have to come together to prepare for this alien threat. And let me guess, it never comes. Never comes. And how do we and then they say, Lads, we got it. We, we got may as well keep the, the situation we have now. Keep the whole thing going. And when's that? When is that like uh, when's that scheduled in? Don't know. When they, how long has that been going on for? It's been going on since the fifties. And who's in the uh, one world government? What's it made up of? Uh, Bono. Bono is in it. Bono's in there. Uh, who's the guy from Boomtown Rats? Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof. He's... I actually think he gets a bit of a hard time. Well, he's in there. I think Bob Geldof is actually sounder than Bono. That's definitely true. But at, at the same time, Bono is an absolute prick. Like he's top scale prick. Mm. Who's worse than Bono? Name me a man worse than Bono. Um, Hitler. Yeah. Okay. You've gone for one of the easy ones. <laughs> Okay, before we finish out, Dennis, I have... Uh, well, you've ruined a bit of it. Okay. I'm going to be hearing about that for the night. The surprise. I was going to show you footage I have to it. have some knowledge of the world, Rog. Have, have you... So, do you want me He's to... banned me from watching television, reading books, or having any outside contact with anyone. What's wrong with that? Well, I just want to go out there. I'm a, I'm a big boy now. I want to get out there into the world. It's for the good of the podcast. It's Dennis. so hot in here. Are, do do I haven't seen birds in years. Do you still want to see the footage? Yeah, I'd love to see the footage. To be honest, I think there's a good chance, right? And you might this might excite you again. There's a good chance what I'm mixing up as memory is actually the movie signs. Okay, I'll actually be a little pissed off if that's the case. Why? Because you just. But now it's back on the table. No, no, it would have been. Oh, weird. you're the worst. You're the worst. You, you, oh, you as a dad would be so annoying. No, well, it it doesn't matter. No, it's ruined. It's ruined. No. Yeah, it is ruined. Oh my god, the amount of guilt you'd attach to your uh, poor kids. Earlier in the podcast, you go, oh, "I want uh, that surprise is ruined." Why is my voice changing to that now? And and now you go, now you go. Oh, actually, I would like dessert. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I yeah, would, why can't I get fucking dessert? Now? I would like a little UFO video as a treat, please. And then you just smack my hands off the table. No dessert for you. Okay, well, here, listen. I'm going to play it for you. Okay, play it for me. Maybe they were like that. A lot of people stopped looking at it. It is moving. What do you make of that? I would just like to state, I've never seen that video ever before. Okay. And unfortunately, I don't really know what I was looking at. You don't know what you were looking is it, at? Is it the lights on the left? Yeah. What's the lights on the north? The don't. top of the screen looks like a cross. Because to be honest, I was looking at that for most of the video. Th- those, are, those are stars. Those are stars. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's the bundle of lights over on yeah. the left. I, do you want another video of it then? Yeah, can I get another one, please? All right, here we go. Thank Loading you, up another one. Fuck's sake. Another video, Carol. Just want to point out that we're looking at Roger's Watch Later playlist, where this video features. <laughs> this is video number two out of 1,812 videos that he's going to watch later. <laughs> I am going to watch them later. Okay, here's my summary right. of the video. Go on. That ain't no flare. It's not a flare, is it's it? It's no flare. It's stationary for too long to yeah. be a flare. It, it, has, it looks absolutely nothing like a flare. It does really feel like a craft. It does, doesn't it? It really feels like a craft. It's, it's got the... It, I can see why they describe it as a Boeing 7527, because it really, really looks like... It just looks like that. But it's obviously absolutely humongous in the sky. Very cool, man. And Very ha- creepy. Had you seen that before? No, I've never seen that before. I genuinely think I was mixing up with the movie signs. Here's an artist's impression of it. Wow, they really went to town on that. The artist's impression of the triangle is a triangle in the sky. <laughs> well done to them. Uh, do you think that that captures what you saw? I think it does, yeah. It's triangular in shape and that picture is of a, of a triangle. It's great. The, the one thing that's so cool, and I, I would implore anyone uh, at home to do this before we come to a conclusion of the episode, is all of these videos that are put up of these home videos of the Phoenix Lights or the, the raw footage that people put up, 
because they're seen by so many people, the comments on them are absolutely amazing. Oh, because there's people who saw them at the time. Yeah. So I'm just going to finish out by just reading you a few comments that I just thought were particularly cool on the one I just showed you. This is a comment from just somebody simply called D. And he says, I was stationed at MCAS. That's Marine Corps Air Station, I think. MCAS Yuma in March 1997. I and many other Marines, most of the base, I think, sat there and watched the huge wedge-shaped formation of warm lights pass from west to east on the horizon. It was very slow-moving and very silent. Next comment under it. I saw video footage of the Phoenix lights slowly and silently passing over the street, but I cannot find the video anymore. Maybe YouTube deleted it. I was a high school student when I saw the video. Next one. Wow, that's crazy. I'm from Yuma AZ, Arizona. And I was outside the night with my dad. I was like 11 years old and both saw the same thing. And my dad was tripping out about how silent it was. It never made a sound. I remember seeing a big bright light in the middle. I can't believe you saw it too. That's so crazy. Oh, another comment. There's another comment, Raj. What's, oh no, really, do you have them open? I just have, I have the video open here as well. Go on, yeah, tell me that comment. It's from Ali Ann. Okay. This doesn't look like a spaceship at all. I'd say you should all ignore it. (laughs) Nothing happened. Ali Ann, was it? Yeah. Wow. Don't look at that username. (laughs) Wait a minute, his profile picture (laughs) is the guy from the press conference. No, no. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow Unexplained Legends on Instagram to get some sneak peeks at upcoming episodes. And if you really like listening to the podcast, please tell your family and friends and random strangers on the street to listen to the podcast too. If you have any spooky stories or conspiracy theories you'd like us to cover on an episode of the podcast, please email us at unexplainedlegends at gmail.com.